0: Episode 46 of This Is Us 2 is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. If you're listening to this now, like the week of Thanksgiving, you are definitely going to want to search the hashtag MinuteWithMary because I am having nine days of gifts. And I want to make sure that you have the best savings to make yourself feel good with some cosmetics over this holiday season. So check it out. Hashtag MinuteWithMary.
1: What's so funny. Randall's college. That's, it's not that funny. Okay, then funny.
0: go ahead. Read him the question. No.
1: All right, all right. Come on! on. So the question is, so far, what person has most impacted your life? And he doesn't want to go with the firefighter who found him on the steps. But the question is flawed. No, no, no. The question is an underhanded (laughs) softball that you should clobber. Clobber, Randall. It's so easy. The whole premise of the question is wrong. No one person can have the greatest impact on your life. Blah, blah, blah. Can someone please tell him that he's overthinking this? Your brother's going to make the right decision. What do you think? Fireman's layup. Oh! There you go. Right there. Come on! Oh!
0: Hold Hey, Look at that! Oh! That's ridiculous! Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hi, everybody. How's it going? My name's Mary Larson.
1: My name's Blake, and I just wanted to say to everybody... Happy Thanksgiving!
0: Happy Thanksgiving, guys!
1: Happy fracking Thanksgiving! I I I'm I'm delighted. I'm delighted to be here, and I'm I'm happy to be talking about this the night before Thanksgiving. Yes. When you listen to this, it's more than likely you're probably cooking your own dinner, or you or you're being lazy. And you're going to somebody <laughs> else's house, going for their dinner, and you're, and you're in yes. the car driving on the way there. Uh, you definitely ain't going to the gym. I know that. You know, some
0: people are. Our gym is open until noon. You know who who would go to the gym? Who?
1: Randall. Yeah. Well, oh like Sterling
0: K. Brown in real life, yes, that probably guy is.
1: That guy needs to to calm down.
0: Yeah, seriously, he needs he needs Holy to eat smokes. a cupcake.
1: Like I saw him, and I was like, man, I gotta go to the gym.
0: Right in this episode, you're like, dang, dang, like, dang. That
1: that was a treat. That that was a that was a that, <laughs> that was a, a pre-Thanksgiving treat. treat.
0: Oh my gosh! For all the ladies out there, and Bailed for all it. the
1: guys who enjoy that stuff too. That was hey. it, even me, even me. I was like, damn.
0: So, what does someone do as an actor if you're having that scene? Are you doing jump jacks? Are you doing push-ups? Because you absolutely know doing push-ups and a sit-ups. Bit of, me.
1: of course, he's doing push-ups. He said he's probably over there like. You know, banging out, you know, 50 uh, pull-ups and 50 push-ups and 50 sit-ups like 10 minutes before that scene just to get his freaking muscles ripped. (laughs) (laughs) So, one of the things, uh, obviously, about this episode is that it's about Thanksgiving. And um, I'm going to tell another story, unfortunately, for you, the listener. Uh, And I'm going to tell it because... Mary and I were actually out this afternoon and having a having a, a beer or two or three. And no, uh, eating, so no, we, no we The lady
0: wanted us to have three. We I were know, like, "Lady, true. it's two p.m."
1: <laughs> we had a whole picture of Sam Adams Winter. So, I'm just going to throw that out there. A whole pitcher split between two people.
0: And she came up after the two of us had it, and she goes, do you want some more beer?
1: You want another pitcher? We're like, no. <laughs> no I got to get my kids in an hour, lady. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a great story to share. That is actually not my story. The, the one that I wanted to share actually today is, you know, we were talking about Thanksgiving, and I was actually saying to her, you know, I... Love Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I, I've always loved Thanksgiving. It's it's my favorite holiday yep. out of all the holidays. It's just about family and dinner and getting together just for the sake of, oh my God, we're family, we're here having fun. Even if it's not your family, you're, you're, you're there with your chosen family, let's just say. Yes. It's just about the merriment of being with merriment. each other.
0: I like that word.
1: And we were talking about traditions, mm-hmm. uh, the ones that we want to start, ones that we have been doing, ones that we want to... Keep going with, and I, I admitted to Mary that, you know, I'm at an age where I am struggling with myself yeah. and who I am and what I'm doing and my purpose and in and, and becoming my own man. And a part of that is struggling with your own traditions. Mm-hmm. How do you make your own traditions? How do you take the ones that you grew up with? And then translate them out to your own family. And one of the things that's actually happening right now is my family has gotten together for Thanksgiving, every in Christmas, every single year. Yes, since uh, the, the early, dawn of time. So yes, yeah, really. I mean, every single year since you know, God knows, since they were kids, right? Like my whole family. And this is actually the first year where a lot of us are actually just kind of doing our own thing. Yeah. And i I mean I have always done my own thing not uh, well always. I mean since not always we've had for the, kids since we've had kids for the past four or five years we've kind of done our own thing
0: Thanksgiving yeah
1: but my family as a collective it's doing its own whole thing pretty much and I was saying to Mary you know like i I struggle with what to carry forward mm-hmm. and I always felt like our own little traditions you know w- the things that we do Mary and I as a yeah. couple for our own family they're important but like you know it's it when you have your 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 large family setting and your in your large family traditions it's almost mythical in nature you, you one of the tra- traditions that we have here is a special dessert and the the daughter-in-law of uh, uh the first daughter-in-law that enters the family is has to carry on that tradition and mm-hmm. and cook the, and make this dessert why it's like that i i don't know i don't make the rules i just live <laughs> by them okay yes <clears throat> So those are things that, they're mythic. They, they kind of just stick with you. And you all know what I'm talking about. Those things that your family has always done and always will do. And I always felt like our little traditions that we have created since we've been together, they're, they're nice and they're fun mm-hmm. and like, but they're less than, they're less important than the big ones. And, or not less important, but just not as significant and in my mind. Yeah, and,
0: they just haven't had the same weight for you.
1: And why am I saying all of this? And I'm sorry for going on this little bit of a rant here. I bring it up because This Is Us actually changed that perspective for me when I watched it. Um, Do tell. Over this past year. The Pilgrim Rick episode... You know, they they were going off on their own and they were going to have Thanksgiving with uh, with Rebecca's family. It's something that they did all the time. Jack hated the brother and Jack didn't want to be with the mother. And I get all of it. And they're on the way there. And, of course, the tie blows out and boom, the whole thing just goes to crap. And Jack does his best. He has the crackers. He has the hot dogs. He's got the cheese. He's got Police Academy 3. and And at the time, you're probably thinking... Oh man, this Thanksgiving's ruined. Like this is a a, a debacle. This is a disaster. We're in the <laughs> middle of freaking nowhere. Yep. You know, dealing with some dude wearing this hat yeah, coming dogs. in, like what? Eating hot dogs for what? But the funny thing is, is that twenty years later, mm-hmm. they're like, "Wait, well, we got We got We got to have the hot dogs. We got We got to have the crackers." Yep. Why are we watching Police Academy three? It, it it becomes a staple. And this episode actually kind of reinforced that when Rebecca's talking to Jack and saying, Do you are you sad that you're not we're not going to Thanksgiving elsewhere or you know and he's like, No man, we got our own thing. Yeah. This this is our own thing. And I said, Wow, th- that is spectacular. You can create your own thing. Those things are can be just as mythic. Yes. And they can be just as important. It's your own thing. And like for for example, I hope twenty years from now. Reese is like, why aren't we frying our turkey? That's ridiculous. <laughs> right? Of course we're frying our right? turkey. That's
0: what we always have we, done. We've
1: always fried our turkey. Yeah, you know, and that's what I, I plan on sitting tomorrow in my in my driveway, drinking beers, watching football on my phone with my brother in law and my father in law, <laughs> and my neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> and frying the turkey. So that is my story for today. I know it's a long one. I'm sorry, but I wanted to let you know how this is us actually has impacted my family life and how I look add to the traditions that we are creating every single day
0: you know i'm really happy that you shared that story blake was going back and forth and he said mary I've shared, I've shared a lot of stories recently like i don't know oh <laughs> Sorry, this Christmas music Rookie playing on mistake. my phone.
1: Rookie I'm like, mistake. Where
0: is sleigh ride coming from? Your oh phone, Mary. My gosh. You jolly little
1: elf, you. Oh my gosh! You know <laughs> what? It you stop de- playing. You know what you deserve for that. What? Oop, it's, it's still going. It's still going. Why can, can we just play, I don't stop even the know. music I
0: don't even know how I don't even know how to turn it off <laughs> my phone is so jolly anyway what I was classily gonna say was I'm so glad that you said that story because I was gonna talk about getting my period for the first time <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that was about to go down I may have wanted that instead I'm not gonna lie
0: well you know
1: <laughs> you know Classy broad.
0: That's it. That's it. All Uh, right, so let's get into the show a little bit.
1: All right. The title was Six Thanksgivings, which is exactly what this episode was. It was glimpses into six Pearson Thanksgivings all Mm -hmm. at different times of their lives. And it was actually going to be titled 18,615 originally.
0: What? Why? Which
1: was the number of people 17-year-old Randall thinks he has met in his life since being... Since he's I'm seventeen, like, why
0: would they pick that random number? I know, okay. so Pay attention, uh, Mary. but, but uh,
1: it was at, that's what it was called originally, uh, and then they I think they did a last minute switch, and I think that last minute switch was probably a good choice, um, and that's that. The director was Catherine Hardwick, who directed movies like Lords of Dogtown. And also directed a couple of episodes of television uh, 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 of Hell on Wheels on AMC, Low Winter Sun on AMC. And she's also directed like this little indie film that you may, uh, you may or may not know. I don't know. It's called Twilight. You know. She just happened to direct Twilight. NBD. See it. Out loud. Yeah, that Twilight. You know. You know. (laughs) Which is remarkable to me.
0: It stood out to Blake and I right away. We went, Catherine Hardwick.
1: Holy crap. Really? (laughs) Uh, I I really like Catherine Hardwick as a director. And I think it's an absolute travesty that she has not gotten a lot of work since. Like, she's done small things, Mm -hmm. like, you know, television or whatever, since Twilight. But that's it. Like she hasn't gotten any other real really big feature films and I know hey Twilight is Twilight it is what it is but I, it I was actually kind of a big deal. It was no, it was an extraordinarily big deal. It was a massive deal. This was 2008, the height. This this gave birth to the um to the young adult movies. Like this gave Twilight gave birth to things like uh, the Hunger Games yep. and The Maze Runner, and it changed the film industry. This woman single-handedly did it, and she hasn't gotten any work since, like like any significant work, yeah. you know. And I and I, I quite liked Twilight the first one. Me too. I actually liked the the first three films. Agreed. Uh, the Without fourth, creepy baby, the fourth and fifth film was was terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible. Um, the writer was Kevin Falls. Who was brought in as an executive co-producer, our co-executive pro- co-executive producer for season three, brand new? Uh, he's also written on many great shows, uh, including the very underrated Aaron Sorkin show, Sports Night, and no Ar- idea. Uh, Arliss, another great show on Showtime. He also wrote the screenplay for my my young uh, my young adult man crush. Uh, Summer Catch. You know that film, Summer Catch? No. Oh, but you know who I'm talking about, though, right? No. Freddie Prinze Jr. in Summer Catch.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry. He's not a young person anymore.
1: Well, no. When I was a young adult, I I desperately wanted to be Freddie Prinze. (laughs) Yes, Junior, he did. like massively, and uh, Freddie Prince Jr. starred. It, he played a baseball player, a pitcher in the Cape Cod leagues in Massachusetts. And uh, it was a, it was a terrible film, but I, I Freddie Prince Jr., <laughs> amazing. He's also written for The West Wing, many of the, uh, actually the finest episodes of The West Wing, uh, Franklin and Bash, uh, Pitch, which was Dan Fogelman's other show, and another show that's actually on right now called The Resident with on Fox with your boy Logan uh Matt uh yeah what Matt what? how do you i don't even know how to pronounce i don't matt even shukri? know
0: what's going on Loki. shukri
1: board L- logan matt shukri oh charcuterie
0: <laughs> oh good lord wow
1: we are 14 minutes into this episode and it's yeah. been been a bunch of garbage
0: yeah i could tell
1: okay what do you got for your Lemonade rating? <laughs>
0: <laughs> My Lemonade rating is a big old 4.8. Enjoyed this episode. Had a few things that I was like, meh. But I, overall, I enjoyed it. We got to see a lot of people. Everyone I love, I got to see. Right. Honestly.
1: Yeah, sure. I agree. I get it. Uh, 4.7 for me, I think there's a lot here. There's there's a lot going on. A lot. Lots to process. Lots. Lots of story. Lots of characters. Lots of through lines. And I think it's trying to tie everything up into this nice, big, beautiful bow before the fall finale. I'm all about that, Beau. Um, And it very nearly collapses under its own weight. Uh, but like Thanksgiving, there's something comfortable about it, and there's something that's kind of like loving and, and very feeling about it, and it feels lived in. Mm. And I, I'll explain that in a little bit. But okay. what do you got for your GBG?
0: Okay. My good for this episode was the way that Kate handled... Everything mm-hmm. as an auntie. You know, she really like she was calm. She was able to handle the whole period situation. And then when, you know, possibilities of of questioning um sexual desires and tendencies mm-hmm. comes on up, Kate handles it like a boss. Like a champ. Seriously.
1: Girl boss. Hashtag girl boss. Right.
0: I was like, Kate, you're an awesome aunt. You're gonna be an awesome mom. Hold <laughs> up a second. I'm a little afraid though. I'm a little afraid, and that's gonna be—I'll just say it right now. I can't do hot takes. I can't do
1: theories. What? No, you got—you got to save—you gotta save, for, you got to save <sighs> your theory for the end. Okay,
0: fine. Anyway, okay. my great was the way that Kate handled everything with Tess. Okay, so my bad was when Jack said to Miguel, "You don't want to be 65 and not know your grandkids."
1: Oh, the irony! The irony! I can't. The dramatic irony. I can't.
0: <laughs> no, stop making me cry. This is awesome. I great uh, oh. is after everything Miguel had just gone through with his own children mm-hmm. and how his grandson doesn't even know him and it, it, like cries when he sees him, how he enters Randall's house. Randall calls him grandpa. Annie runs up. Grandpa. Big hug.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. I feel you. I feel you.
0: Because with all the stuff that was going on this episode, I felt the most bad for Miguel. And I loved that the Pearson family has truly kept him in their hearts on a day that can be really tough for families that have friction. Sure. So sure. whether it's the flashback or this one, I love that they're taking care of Miguel.
1: Right. Uh, the good for me, I actually have a tie. Ooh. Uh, first was the opening yep. of the episode with Rebecca crying. And you see that face of hers. It's it's very close up. And it's a fantastic. Yep. Uh, uh, like red herring for you. You thinking, uh she's crying because mm-hmm. of Jack, and and she has the hair, almost like this drowned out color of her face. Yeah, and it pulls out, and there's Jack, and it's because she's cutting onions. Love it. Oh, love, it. Love, love, love that misdirection, um, and 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 that whole scene in the beginning with the Pearsons oh, when, before Miguel arrives.
0: The dog is there. Like, you just know. You're like, this is not going to be- Yeah, this is his uh, last this is, Thanksgiving. Yeah, this is, yeah. I mean, football season is here. Like, right. no, not good. You're going to be dead soon. Buddy. Yeah, you're going to be
1: dead in less than a month oh, or two. I can't. I so, can't. it's it's a uh, it, it, lot of good dramatic irony there, and I really liked how it was shot. Again, yeah. Catherine Hardwick. Uh, seriously, dude, like, just <laughs> say it. Out loud. Well done. Love her. Well done, Catherine. Love Catherine Catherine Hardwick. Uh, And then also Deja, wondering whether or not she should text her mother about Mm -hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. And she doesn't have any lines, essentially. She only has like a couple, not even. And it's a whole arc from beginning to end without basically any dialogue. Yep. What a great, what great writing.
0: Well done. And what great acting and
1: what great directing. You need... Those three pillars in order to make a wordless arc. Yep. And they were all nailed by Mm -hmm. all three people. So the bad was a tie. Uh, Randall, man. Come on, man. What? What? Eat eat a cupcake. Oh. Have some turkey. You know? (laughs) Eat some some frosted flakes. You know? Stop weighing your chicken. You know? Don't weigh your brown rice. You can have more than a handful. Come on, man. It's okay. Oh, man. I got to go to the gym. Um, and then also the necklace and how Jack got it, mm-hmm. it kind of landed with a thud for me. Uh, where it was just kind of like, oh, that's how I got the necklace. All right. And I... And, and and it kind of plays into the theme of this episode uh-huh. and how things are taken. So I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. But I, I just ex- expected it to be a lot more okay. than what I got. All right. Uh, and it was like, oh, okay. are right, cool. And, and that was that. And then the great was another tie for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look at you! You're just loving on
1: everything. All the ties. Uh, first, Michael Angarano. Oh my God! His soliloquy with uh, the, with a story about Bones, his yes. his first CO, yes. was perfectly told. E- everything that Michael Angarano is doing right right now mm-hmm. in This Is Us mm-hmm. is hitting with uh, it's it's fireworks. Yes, and all I want is more of it. I, I and I know I am setting myself self up to be fracking devastated when whatever happens to Nikki happens and I'm going to be I'm going to be a mess because I'm loving on Nikki right now right loving on it and and I'm loving because he's such a freaking disaster
0: yes yes he
1: is such a dumpster fire that I'm going to be a dumpster fire when when something bad happens to him and his his defiance with against Jack is absolutely believable Mm -hmm. you know coming from me who has a very serious sibling rivalry with one of my sisters. And if she if she told me that the sky was blue, I would say, F you, no, know, it's pink. Uh, and, and just because. Just because. Just because. Just because, F you, bro. And that is what I felt when Jack was saying, go clean this thing out, go clean out this kid's foot and get it bandaged, right? That's an order. And you see Nikki being like, no way. Sky's pink, bro. F you. That's, that's how I felt. And uh, I think it's just fantastic. But the real great, the real great is everything having to do with Miguel, as you said, and the whole family. The, um, and how, you know, we've always kind of seen Miguel operate within the Pearson clan.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And we've never seen his side mm-hmm. of anything. Yep. And the irony that is there with Rebecca. Rebecca is the Miguel for the Rivas family, that that's that's who she is, and everybody kind of looks at her with this like this little bit of disdain, like, "Oh, so you're just gonna marry you know my dad after my mom, you know, like screw you." And the 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 roles have switched, and they look at their mother with this saintly, this saintly kind of view, mm-hmm. and Miguel is the kind of cast off. Yep. And they look at Rebecca like, "Who are you?" And and it's the same thing. The Pearsons look at Jack with this saintly view. Rebecca's kind of the cast off, and they look at R- Miguel like, "Who the hell are you, bro?" Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just I loved that whole turnaround. That that whole turnaround yes. uh, was 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 spectacular. Very Agreed. well written. Agreed. Very well written. All right, so you gave this one a four eight, my darling. Yes. Which, which I am surprised. I thought you were going to get a, get a little bit higher. Huh. Um what was what was the things that stood out to you that made it like that and and what you know like what what's the big through line that you felt had the most impact on you
0: um, i mean why did I choose to keep it up F- you are you saying my four eight is low or my four eight is high no
1: i just i mean like i think it was i think it's low for you i expected it to be higher okay um but i i guess I'm just wondering like what did you what did you like what was the the through line for you that would made the most impact on you for this whole story of what they tried to tell like we like we said there's a lot going on what was the strongest portion do you think
0: i mean really what randall said about how all these different people in your life can impact you in different ways mm-hmm. and i just loved how we were able to tie that in with jack's story and how he helped this young boy mm-hmm. um you know, and because of that, that's why the woman came and gave him the necklace. And of course, we're hoping that there's a little bit more to that storyline that we can learn a little bit more about. Mm-hmm. Um, but just knowing that he made a difference in that boy's life, and um, and how this woman has repaid him, and just it's just giving us another example of Jack. And this is building Jack's character, and we're able to see that Jack was even trying to be great with kids even when he was younger, right. and all these different interactions. Um, how Tess needed her parents. And they weren't there and how someone different, her aunt, was able to fill in in that parental role on two very important topics at this age. How Miguel, like really all these people that you think would be your besties on the holidays aren't. And -hmm. how this other family, his pretty much adopted family, um, have been there for him. And think about it. Randall in general. It's all these people in this family that he's created, so I don't know I think it was just it was a perfect episode for Thanksgiving, you know whether you spend Thanksgiving with your family, whether you spend Thanksgiving with your your friend family, mm-hmm. whether you spend Thanksgiving um, away from your family because work is keeping you there, and you make the best out of it. Mm-hmm. I think I liked Thanksgiving
1: I, I think I think so too and and I think you're you're getting to what my ultimate point is i think for this episode which is the theme the theme for me is actually quite easily laid out for you and kevin falls does a fantastic job in telling you what the theme is and that's impact Mm. what is impact right how does one impact another what is the relationship from one thing to another thing how does that affect that thing yeah and I think I actually even want to take it a step further, and this is why I played that initial scene at the beginning of this episode, yeah. which is, it's yes, it's about impact, but I also think it's about what is memorable. Like when someone has an impact on you, you have it is ingrained in your memory. It's in, it's something that is part of your DNA at that point. It it is unforgettable, and. Memorable lines or whatever is memorable is what is that relationship to a specific action or when, when you're writing something, right? Okay. Like when, like what, again, what is your relationship to a thing? Okay. So what I'm getting at is like that, that's that small line of, oh, hey, Kevin, you want to go get the door? Oh, no, that's cold. That's a memorable like Mm -hmm. that that first scene, all of it is absolutely memorable. It is one of my favorite scenes This is us has ever created. Uh, Yes, because it's it's a little maudlin and and like it's it's like you know, it's it's cohesive and cute, and it borders that line of like sentimental sentimentality or sentimentalism. Because you're looking at it, you're like, oh my god, this is Jack's final Thanksgiving, whatever. But it's memorable memorable because our relationship to the Pearsons as that unit mm-hmm. affects us yeah and even that line of uh, that line of the fireman oh like the fireman's the layup yes and and not only not only is Jack Pearson saying that we as a collective yes. are saying that because of our relationship mm-hmm. to that specific thing yeah that is what makes us have that, that is what g- garners the impact on not only the characters, but us as viewers.
0: Gotcha. You gotcha. know what I mean? I'm picking up what you're putting down.
1: And that this whole episode can be viewed through that lens. Whether And I was talking about the necklace earlier with Jack. To me, it kind of came in with a thud. But okay. for this woman, the impact that Jack has on her and her son uh-huh. is massive. It's a massive impact. I don't know anything about the, this lady. I don't know anything about this son. I don't know anything about her relationship with the guy that's in this little hut with her. Yep. That's why the impact and the memory of it yep. and the uh, how memorable it is, is a thud for me. Because even though I love Jack, I know nothing about this lady, but her impact is massive. Her son Correct. was just saved. Correct. And that's her interpretation of what is happening with Jack. So she decides to give that necklace to Jack. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes with the councilman story with Randall. I don't know anything about this councilman no. stuff. I, I I I don't care about it. <laughs> no. And Isn't it has terrible? it has zero impact with me. It has zero impact. Whereas the stuff with Miguel and sitting across the way yes. from the sun, that even though I don't know him, the main purpose The main purpose of this scene is not Miguel's son. Mm -hmm. It's not Miguel's daughter, nor is it the baby that Miguel is trying to feed. The main purpose is to highlight Miguel. Yes. And I already have that relationship. It already, my relationship to that thing is already well established. So I feel impact when it comes to that. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do, I do. So I, uh, I really liked it. I I I I really i really liked it. How about uh Jesse? Jesse is back. Your boy Jesse is back with William.
0: Jesse's back. And this back is the first again. time I think we
1: see him since the first season of this is us. Wow. As a matter of fact. What do you what do you think of that? How
0: You know, I didn't fall in love with Jesse anymore. I fell in love with William more, and that's okay. How so? Gosh, William, like, was such a rock. You know, him stopping Jesse from drinking that really bad rosé. And then William having, like, a, such a badass party in his falling apart apartment. <laughs> like, I loved that he invited Jesse over and said, you know, you need something better in your belly. He made him toast and eggs. Right. <laughs> and you see the wall is falling apart. Yeah. He just made him toast and eggs. And he could tell that Jesse was lying.
1: Right. I loved that when he was like... Rose is not my is not my problem. Cocaine is. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. But the the line of the night. The line of the night, and I have to thank Kevin Falls for this one. It comes from actually from Jesse. And he's saying, I started using cocaine in the seventies. I, I liked cocaine. Wait, no, that's not true. I like Manchester United. I love cocaine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just that delivery, the way that it was brought up and yes. the way that it was acted out between the two. Mm-hmm. Um I thought it was it was uh that was a spectacular line. The yeah. the writing for this episode was It was phenomenal. It really was phenomenal. Yeah. Um
0: all the little stories. I think that that's the other great thing. There was Thanksgiving and then there were these little stories. There was Jesse's story about bones that mm-hmm. sticks with us. There was um not Jesse, I mean, Nikki's. Nikki's story about bones. There's Jesse's story about the cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, I mean, the story that we got to see play out with Miguel and his family. There's mm-hmm. all these little stories that we were able to take with us.
1: I love when he's like, you know, relax, William. She's my cousin. Oh. When, <laughs> Right? Just seeing the two, how how they met and playing the piano and, and them flirting like that. It was, it was the, the, the feeling each other out. And I feel like that it's funny because When they've brought William back to be on This Is Us, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the times since season one, it's felt shoehorned in. Yes. I felt like they're trying to stick 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag, (laughs) right? But this felt organic to me. Did this feel organic to you as well?
0: It did. It did. Um, And in in a very odd way, but in a perfect way for Thanksgiving. As I said, I got to see all these characters that I loved and with- randall talking about how you see all these people and they affect your life we didn't see william with randall mm-hmm. we didn't see any of that it was just a random william jesse storyline that really had nothing to do with the other people right but that was the whole point
1: point. and that's the thing like do you like the fact that they took all of these sto- they took literally i think this is the biggest story that this is us has tackled like the amount of story in yes. one episode yes yes they took six through lines and tried to tell you them all through the lens of Thanksgiving.
0: I mean, all we missed out on was Kevin, but Kevin's trying to help Zoe barf.
1: <laughs> so I, I just feel I'm like glad we didn't have to see any of that. But instead of Kevin, we got William. Right. So exactly. they su- they substituted William. And and we got we got a Kevin sighting in there, which is yeah. good. Um. Are you okay with them getting all of these six stories in all at once? And do you feel like it's like they're trying to tie a bow on it, or do you feel like um, this is this is us getting too big for itself?
0: No, I think it was well done for a Thanksgiving episode.
1: Right, and it's funny because you know we go from that episode sometimes, which is one of my favorite episodes of This Is Us, ever, and we see Jack and Rebecca's story. Uh, Unfold before us when they first meet, Um, and it's a very special episode because it takes the time to just focus on that, and it gives us it it gives us good perspective on that, and even the stuff with Vietnam, it gives us good perspective on it. Agreed. And it's funny going from very focused storytelling, and it's almost jarring to go from very focused storytelling to now this big widespread thing. That also just happens to include the final Thanksgiving that Jack Pearson ever has, so it, the, the it's almost i dare say emotional whiplash um would you agree with that? Or are you going to tell me to go jump on a lake
0: i don't I don't agree it's emotional whiplash no, you don't think so no uh,
1: I, that's why I said it almost
0: i'm all, I'm not whiplashed <laughs> I had a good time
1: um yep, yeah, okay oh. Well, just, we need to talk about Toby and Kate.
0: Oh my gosh, yes we do. First off, Toby's out of bed.
1: Finally, thank God, he, he, he got his way out. So happy. S- still, still a little iffy, but, but it looks like the meds are kicking in.
0: And he kept it together for the most part. Right. And he was able to problem solve.
1: He got it done. Popeye's man. Which, by the way. The chicken is so good. I love, I love. When he was saying to Kate about about Randall and how he's like, he's got he's got sixty ingredients in <laughs> in this cranberry sauce. It has fresh mint in it. his own garden. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, this is spectacular writing again. Impact and memory and memory and you it has impact and you it is memorable because of our relationship with Toby and. He's like, okay, so where's the can? <laughs> I just, I feel like that was spectacular. Agreed. And he's like, and he was essentially saying, actually, no, he does say that Randall is the perfect embodiment of the perfect man. <laughs> he's basically your dad. And this is this is important. This is very mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. because he equates Randall with perfection, yes. which Jack is to the Pearson clan, that he is the saintly perfect jack pearson and it leads to i think one of my favorite Katobi moments tell me ever tell me you know i i just want to play it right for you right here I, i just want to play it hey babe what is this uh this is what happens when you leave me by myself to handle thanksgiving dinner the trouble started when the cranberry sauce boiled over and exploded all over me, and then the trouble ended when I went to base the turkey, then dropped the turkey, then stepped onto, nay, into the turkey. So, I had to improvise. You know what this is? A disaster. No. This is like Jack Pearson level magic. Blasphemy, you Take it back. you take it back. I will not. <laughs> spectacular writing because we begin the episode with him comparing randall to jack yep and now kate his significant other the person to to whom he has the most loyalty and love for on this planet is now comparing katie girl katie girl is comparing her husband to the saintly jack that too is a complete arc for toby yes all after his huge bout with depression Kevin Falls brought it with the writing on this episode. And it was it was funny. It was sentimental. And seeing him with those Popeye boxes oh. and the Cracker Barrel salads.
0: Oh, so good.
1: It just unbelievable stuff. It, which is what angers me even more about all of this stupid stuff with Randall and the Councilman story. And like I get that he is supposed to back up his wife. I get that he is supposed to... Do what he needs to do to go serve all these families and yeah. whatever. But what the hell are we doing here, dude? I
0: don't know. I, they just need to get out of the house so Kate and could bond.
1: Uh, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I think they that's what like, it comes down so, to. So how are we
0: gonna do this? <laughs> how about he goes to a food shelter? But that's kind of boring. Let's have him go to like not the best food shelter.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, anything else that you want to say in particular about this episode?
0: No, I. I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: All right, now I think I'm going to create a new segment for our show.
0: You know, I do have one thing. What's that? I'm a little disappointed that Miggy didn't get to wear the pilgrim Rick hat.
1: Well, <sighs> I was just about to ask you. What? So here we go. <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna. I think I'm creating a, a brand new segment. Okay. For this show, it's called In or Out. Okay? okay. Yeah. All right. In or out. In or out on Jesse and Williams' meeting. Are you in or out on it? I'm in. Okay. Uh. uh and I, and I want a, a very brief explanation why. Oh, okay. In or out? Tess apparently liking girls and including it in this episode.
0: In. And I'm in because, um, you know, this is something that they've been kind of foreshadowing for a little while, and I'm glad it's here, and I'm glad that it's enveloped in a loving, wonderful way with her aunt.
1: All right. Check in here. In or out? Randall Councilman story. Out. Way out, right? Way out. Way out. Totally agree. Uh, In or out. Randall giving Beth a pity job. Are you in or out on that? Do you think he did that for a purpose or do you think she is just making it up in her brain?
0: I think he did it without meaning to do it as pity. I really think he thinks that Beth is the smartest woman in the entire world and can do everything.
1: Everything she she says is stupendous.
0: Yeah, I think he really believes that. I think he, he believes it, Until today.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in or out on a bear getting the Pilgrim Rick hat? Out. Way out. out on that.
0: Not fair. Come on,
1: man. Y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. Seriously. What are we like, doing? That would have
0: been perfect for his storyline to come from being hated by his kids. And then Annie runs up, Grandpa, you get to wear the Pilgrim Rick hat. And you're like, yes. <laughs> yes, he does. No. What are we?
1: Come on, man. How you does it? know. A, how does a bear in any... An inanimate object that is soulless. You know that that's what he's saying
0: to Rebecca tonight. He's of course gonna, he is. He's going to say, "Babe, I
1: how... got screwed at my kid's dinner,
0: and and, and I got
1: screwed by a bear. <laughs> the bear screwed me. Oh, Ted, Ted screwed me. Oh, <laughs> All right, in or out on the name Katoby? In. You see, you were out on me, uh, out on it uh, last time uh, for the wedding episode. But I'm in now. You're in. Oh.
0: Now it's cute.
1: You you made fun of me for Katobi.
0: But now it's cute.
1: Okay, fine. Uh, finally, in or out on Miguel giving his kids the business. And, second question, possibly loving Rebecca as much as, and if not, the same way Jack did.
0: Um, That's like, what All right, so just first, happened? First, Miguel- first giving himself the business. Give,
1: giving his kids the business. Are you in or out on it? I'm
0: in. I'm and, down. And
1: protecting Rebecca.
0: Yeah, I'm down, man. Follow-up
1: question. Follow-up in, and out, in or out on this is- do you think R- McGill, knowing how he reacted and how his life and how he explained it to his kids, how he has this, how he had an empty part of his his heart? Okay. Do you think that he? Are you in or out on him loving Rebecca as much as Jack did? Hmm. You can't yawn. <laughs>
0: That's just. I don't know. Um, I don't know. See, I got to
1: end you with the hard one. What are you? I think I'm in on it.
0: That he loves Rebecca as much as Jack did. Yeah, but in feel a different like that's
1: way. Blasphemy. No, but in a different way. Different way. Okay. But I think he. I think that love that Re- Miguel has for Rebecca is pretty dang strong.
0: I agree. It's strong. And
1: they. Like... And they. I. I. I'm just. I, that's why. That's why it's in or out. It's in or out. Okay. So you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, do you have a hot take? Um.
0: Yes. Okay. Hold
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Sorry. Here it is.
0: The her that they've been leading up to is Kate, because Tess wasn't excited to go see this person in the hospital because it affected her so much. This is the beginning of Tess and Kate's hardcore relationship.
1: Okay. Actually, I have a hot take that regards her, too. I don't think it's a coincidence that they bring Tess in with saying what she has said in this episode, that it may be a girlfriend. And I don't think it's a coincidence that... Kate is the one who gets this information. I'm thinking that the her mm-hmm. is Tess's girlfriend. Oh. And Kate's not there because she's already uh, at the bedside of the girlfriend. And Toby is involved somehow. I don't yet know how. Okay. Uh, this, that's in take development. Well, they
0: said that whoever her is was introduced in season one.
1: Oh, good point. Sorry. So we already know her. Unless our
0: girlfriend's Deja.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case. I don't know. I don't think I that's don't the case.
0: So her is her. Supposedly, they have come out and said her is w- from w- season one.
1: Or no, we already know who her is. Yes,
0: we learned about her in season one.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So maybe it's Kate then. It could be Kate. It could be Kate.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm not sure. All right. So are you ready to close this bad boy out? Yes. All right. I think. Uh, yeah. Let's do it.
0: music. It's because it's from Twilight. It's
1: it's Bella's lullaby. So
0: we just felt like we needed to give Katherine Hardwick like a big high five because she did a great job. We love you, Catherine Hardwick. Right, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Go Edward Pattinson.
1: <laughs> Edward Pattinson? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Edward
0: Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> I just made up such a great name. Oh, oh my God. Anyway, we uh, want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode Edward over your Pattinson. holiday weekend. I'm classy, guys. What it's, can I it's say? It's either
1: Rob, now I'm all screwed up. <laughs> Robert,
0: Pattinson,
1: Robert Pattinson. Or Edward Edward Cullen. Cullen, there you go.
0: Or you can make a hybrid like me. <laughs> so we want to thank especially Janine G, who wrote in a review on iTunes saying, "Love this duo. They make me laugh uh, laugh out loud." This show is uh, the show is "This Is Us," She's and it really applies <laughs> to all of us. <laughs> Mary and Blake relate something in every episode to something in their life. It is well thought out podcast. However, you can tell that they are discussing it for the first time with us. I'm very excited to continue listening to them. So thank you so much, Janine. I truly appreciate it, and I truly appreciate all of you. Just take it the time. to Listen.
1: Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it as well. If you want to find us, go to maryandblake.com where you can find all of our podcasts, uh, including Outlander Cast, which is happening as of right this very minute. We are doing two episodes per week. We are doing the main episode like we do for This Is Us here, uh, but we're also doing a complete listener feedback episode as well. So uh, it's a fantastic show. It's a fantastic podcast. I would dare say the podcast exceeds the show but that's just me I'm maybe I'm a little biased <laughs> I, I don't know but do check us out make sure you su- subscribe to This Is Us on all the things uh, social media for Mary and Blake and also our YouTube as well for Mary and Blake
0: join our Facebook community just search the words This Is Us too on Facebook and request to join we'd love to have you in there and we're sorry we didn't get the big three feedback guys you know you know you were listening for it. Trust me. We wanted to get it in, but things have been so crazy getting ready for Thanksgiving, but it will be back next yes, week.
1: Yes, next week, I promise.
0: So, for now, my name's Mary.
1: I'm Edward Pattinson.
0: And this is us, too.